0: up your personal brand and turn your online presence into a profitable business? Well, grab a drink, notebook, and a pen because you're about to enter the world of social media monetization with me, your host, Atalia Struble. So whether you're looking to up your social media game, refine your systems, optimize your website, or maybe you just need a little extra push to make your dreams a reality, you've come to the right place. It's time to join the ranks of the socially paid. Welcome back to Socially Paid. And in today's episode, we're gonna focus on one of the most important things that I learned while working for a multi million dollar business, which was planning your quarters. So, big businesses have big energy, and that means that they plan their businesses quarter by quarter, three months by three months. So, the next quarter is starting in July. And so, we want to get ahead of that. By the end of this episode, you'll have a solid plan to make the most out of your upcoming quarter. So, let's get started. Before we start looking ahead, it's important to take a moment and reflect on the previous quarter. So think about how did your business perform in Q2? What were your biggest wins and challenges? Reflecting on the experiences will help provide you valuable insight for moving forward. As you reflect on this, it's not about reflecting on how much money your business made. It's reflecting on how you felt about your business, how your business impacted you on a daily way, how your health was affected, looking at your business and you as a whole, rather than just focusing on the dollar bills. I know the podcast is called Socially Paid and we will be talking about income, but I also want you to get your mind right because when you start to force things, it becomes very heavy. And when things become heavy, then it leads to burnout. So as we're reflecting on Q2, it's Q2 as a whole and not how much money did I make? So take some time to analyze some key metrics, financial performance, and feedback from your ideal clients. Maybe you worked with brands and sending them a post collaboration review and showing what you showcased and how many people bought the product and getting feedback on how that partnership worked and how you can move forward to continue to work together. This is going to help you identify areas of improvement and build upon the successes of Q2. So as you're talking to clients who've gone through different programs or have done one-on-one with you, reflect and kind of ask them honestly, oh my gosh, I loved working with you last month. Or even if you're just getting started on planning your quarters, you can ask someone from January or last December and just kind of ask them what really worked when we work together? What can go better? What kind of things do you feel you would want to learn more from me or what things surprised you when we work together? Those kind of things are going to give you elements to help you continue to grow and flourish inside of your business. We are all going to improve over time. And in order to improve, you need that feedback. And honestly, sometimes the feedback is not always positive feedback. So make sure that you're taking time to woo saw, do some yoga, do some meditation before you go out there and ask about what is going on and the feedback. And also, as a business, don't take it personally. It's not about you, it's about your business. They are giving you feedback on your business and the services that you provide. They are not giving you feedback on your character or who you are as a person. You have to learn to separate your business From yourself. And when you begin to do that, you're going to see explosive results because that is going to enable you to fully be inside of your business whenever you need to do that. And also fully be who you are whenever you need to do that. Separating those makes it more of, oh my gosh, my business hit 10K. Or, oh my gosh, I need to improve my business only made $1,000 this month. And when you're going and you're feeling like, oh, my business made this and made that and going over all of your income, remember that does not define you as a person. Now that we've reflected on the past, so now you have pages and pages on how Q2 did. The way that I like to break down Q2 is take it month by month. Even if you have to, you can take it week by week because that allows you to kind of break it down and see all of the cracks. Setting clear goals and objectives is crucial for the success of Q3 or your next quarter. Start by defining what you want to achieve in the next quarter. So I want you to sit down, write a list of all of the bomb things that you want to do in Q3. I recommend using the SMART goal setting framework, meaning that your goals are going to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So these are not endless goals. This is not a vision board where you just put a picture on your vision board and then it's, okay, the picture's up on my vision board. So if you want to hit $3,000 for the quarter, then think about okay, if I want to hit $3,000 for the quarter, break it down even further. How much would that be per client? What products and services do you offer? How many brands would you have to work with? So looking at all of the specifics so that you can make the goal very actionable. And when you make your goal so actionable and clear and realistic and align it with your business you're going to have to set a deadline. And as you set that deadline, it's going to become more attainable than just putting a random number and being like, I want to make $20,000 in quarter three, and I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens. Right? I'm all about going with the flow, but At the same time, you want to plan the flow. I think that's a TikTok sound, but you want to sort of plan and understand where you're at. I'm not saying get obsessive about these numbers, but really just create a plan. And as you create that plan, your mind is going to hone in and be like, oh my gosh, Italia, are you working towards Your goal is you doing this that you're doing right now, helping you for that goal for the quarter, and you're going to start to subconsciously do that to yourself, and that is the end goal of you creating those SMART goals. So setting the goals is just the first step. To turn your goals into reality, you need a well-defined plan, breaking down each goal into actionable steps that you can take throughout the quarter. So when we're going through your actionable steps of each goal, that is what you're going to be doing. How many pitches are you going to have to make? How many launches are you going to have in quarter three? What products and services are you going to create in quarter three to hit your goal? Consider creating a timeline or schedule for Q3. So having specific deadlines for your Quarter. So saying to yourself, okay, if I want to focus on pitching brands for Q3, then go all in on that. When you separate yourself in multiple different ways, as someone who makes multiple streams of income, sometimes it gets difficult to kind of separate and be like, no, I need to focus on this. So in my Q3, personally, I'm focusing on socially paid suite, my membership. And in the membership and in focusing on that, I'm going through and seeing what resources can I provide? What type of marketing can I do to get to bring more women inside the membership? So thinking about what one thing you want to focus for the quarter. Yes. Those other things will come in. It's not that I'm stopping my digital products or I'm stopping my program, the profitable creator. And It's just really what you're saying is I'm going to hone in on this and perfect this portion of my business and all of the other stuff. I can do what I've been doing in previous quarters and in the following quarter, I can focus on something else. Because when you hone in and say, oh my gosh, how can I fix my pitching process? How can I fix my email marketing strategy? How can I fix my content strategy? Then as you do that, you take it piece by piece and you begin to execute and plan and it becomes so natural for you to go through and manage your quarters. You can utilize Airtable. Airtable is great where you can go in, put in your quarter, and then break it down by the portion. Or another way is to go inside your Google Calendar and create deadlines and dates for yourself as you're creating stuff because those will pop up on your calendar. Because yes, a pen and paper is effective, but I think having that reminder especially when you use your phone often, having that reminder, oh, it's time to plan this. Then it helps you kind of stay focused and understand where you're at in your quarter. So as a small business creator or influencer, marketing and promoting plays a huge role in your success. So in quarter three, it's going to be essential to leverage effective marketing strategies to reach your target audience and grow your business or influence. So one of the ways that you can do this is by utilizing your content strategy, your email marketing strategy and guest speaking, guest speaking on podcasts, guest writing on blogs, just different ways that you can reach out to different people. And now that it's back, also in-person events. Take a look at your local communities and see what type of events do they have for small businesses or attend a retreat of some sort where you can go and meet other people who are in the same way that will encourage you, that will give you resources, that will connect you with others who are not Only like minded, but who may think of you when partnerships come up or if they have clients that need your services. So, once you've kind of figured out your marketing, understanding how you're going to market not only yourself and your products and your services and connecting and networking with others, the next thing is how to stand out from the crowd and continually grow. It is important to embrace innovative and have experiments in your content and also in your business. And so Q3 is also a great time to try new ideas and approaches to elevate your business and creative pursuits. So don't be afraid to think out of the box and take calculated risks and kind of getting creative with not only your content or your offers, having fun with your business, because that is why you started an online business. You did not start an online business. So you can be dragging through the days and wishing for Fridays, right? You want to test ideas and measure their success. Keep what works, discard what doesn't, and continuing to assess each time. And remember, innovation is an ongoing process. And in Q3 and Q4, if you're someone that's wanting to work with brands, this is a great time to start pitching to those brands in Q3 because come Q4 is when those brands are going to be paying the most money. And so when you get in in Q3, then you can continue partnerships throughout the end of the year. Q3 for business owners, it's usually a time to experiment, have a good time because at that time, people are usually on summer break. They're kind of taking a break from stuff. Not that they're not buying from people, but they're buying in a different way. So think about fun ways that don't take a lot of time. Usually, people in the summer, you want to have that laid backness. So you're not going to want to join something in which you have calls Monday through Friday, right? So think about What is it that you want to create and be innovative and think also, okay, it's summertime. What type of thing would work for summer? In planning your best quarter three, we are going to reflect on quarter two to make sure that we're headed towards the right direction. Then we're going to set clear goals and objectives for quarter three. Then we're going to create an actionable plan. Once we create our actionable plan, we're going to leverage marketing and promotion, get ourselves out there in the world for people to see us. And then don't forget to have fun and experiment and show your creative side. So congratulations, you now have a solid plan for making Q3 your best quarter yet. Remember implementing strategies we discussed today and stay focused on your goals. If you're listening right now and you're like, oh my gosh, What the heck? What do you mean we just planned it? There is multiple ways that we can work together to sit down and plan our quarter three. I'm going to go ahead and put those in the show notes for you, but I'm so excited to hear about how your Q three goes. And as always, I'm available via Instagram. Send me a DM, shoot me a DM and let me know how you're planning. Let me know how your quarter two went and what you're wanting to do moving forward to quarter three. As you're joining the ranks of the socially paid, remember that planning is your number one asset.